This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a new report suggests lessening the amount of government positions that need Senate confirmation. The Defense Department gets a stark reminder that the pandemic is far from over. And one senator is looking for more information about DOJ's AI programs with law enforcement. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Senate has more political appointees than ever to confirm, and the process itself is taking longer. The number of positions requiring Senate confirmation grew by 59 percent between 1960 and 2016. It took an average of 56 days for the Senate to confirm nominees in the Reagan administration, compared to 112 days in the Obama administration and 117 days in the Trump administration. That's according to a new report from the Partnership for Public Service. It says Congress should scale back the number of appointees needing it says Congress should scale back the number of appointees needing Senate confirmation or convert more to career positions. Federal employees have a little over a month left to use the emergency paid leave provided under the American Rescue Plan. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Office of Personnel Management is tracking how much leave employees are using. Congress approved $570 million for employees to take time off to get vaccinated or recover from vaccine symptoms or COVID-19 itself. Employees exhausted nearly $186 million, or one-third of the funds, by mid-August. Employees have until September 30th to take this leave through the American Rescue Plan. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Peace Corps volunteers prepare to re-enter the field after the pandemic forced them to evacuate back to the U.S. last year. Volunteers would need to be vaccinated, and about 2,400 of those 7,000 evacuated last year want to return to their countries of service. Thousands more have applied to volunteer, but Peace Corps Acting Director Carol Spawn says it depends on the virus situation and vaccine requirements of each country. It could be years before the Peace Corps is back to full operations. Last week, the military had a reminder of how deadly the coronavirus pandemic still is. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. The Pentagon saw its deadliest week of the pandemic last week after five service members died from COVID-19. The military has yet to release the names or what branch the service members were in. Since the beginning of the pandemic, 34 service members have died from COVID-19. More than 330,000 people in the military or working for the military have contracted the disease. In recent weeks, the United States has seen a tremendous spike in coronavirus cases as the Delta variant continues to spread rapidly. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The effects of the Delta variant of COVID-19 are easy to see in Veterans Affairs hospitals. According to official VA data compiled by Stars and Stripes, the number of COVID cases at VA facilities shot up from just 3,700 at the end of July to nearly 13,000 by the end of last week. According to VA statistics, only about 55% of its patients are fully vaccinated. The Air Force is canceling its annual marathon for the second year in a row. The precaution is due to increased risks as coronavirus is once again surging. This year would have been the 25th anniversary of the event, which takes place at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio. The Air Force was expecting more than 20,000 runners, volunteers, and guests to attend. There will be a virtual option for runners who still want to participate. 
U.S. Transportation Command is invoking a rarely used legal authority to help move evacuees from Afghanistan back to the U.S. DOD activated the Civil Reserve Air Fleet yesterday, ordering American Airlines, Atlas Air, Delta Airlines, Omni Air, Hawaiian Airlines, and United Airlines to mobilize a total of 18 aircraft as part of the evacuation effort. The commercial carriers are not being asked to land in Kabul. They'll pick up passengers the military has already moved to Bahrain and other temporary locations. It's only the third time in history DOD has activated the Civil Reserve Fleet. The other two were during Operation Desert Storm and a short period in Operation Enduring Freedom shortly after the invasion of Afghanistan. Contractors have another year before they must ask the Defense Department for pre-approval for employees to travel overseas if they have access to classified information through the National Industrial Security Program. The initial deadline was set to take effect this Wednesday, August 24th, but DOD and the Federal Register noticed last week extended the deadline until August 24th, 2022. This will give DOD time to modify its IT systems to capture multiple or batched foreign travel reports submitted in a single submission by contractors. The General Services Administration wants to extend the requirement for vendors to submit additional and notarized information when they register or renew their system for award management or SAM information. In a Federal Register notice, GSA asks for comments from contractors or others about whether the information collection is burdensome. GSA instituted the requirement for additional information in a notarized letter by an officer of the company to help stop fraud and other attempts by bad actors to impersonate companies and submit bids. The Postal Service reports improvement in mail delivery since July. First-class mail, marketing mail, and periodical deliveries are up between about 1 to 3 percentage points since the start of the fourth quarter. USPS says the improvements are due in part to its recent shift in strategy toward more ground-based deliveries rather than by air and improved network efficiencies. The Postal Service's 10-year Delivering for America plan has $40 billion worth of infrastructure investments and a goal of 95% on-time service. But the holiday season is in view, the Postal Service has installed 46 out of the 112 new package sorting machines around the country since April. And it seems like every agency has at least one or two artificial intelligence projects in the works these days. But now some lawmakers are questioning whether certain functions should be left up to algorithms. Oregon Senator Ron Wyden says law enforcement AI programs funded by Justice Department grants can be subject to racial biases. Wyden says he and a group of other lawmakers are waiting on a response to a letter they wrote to Attorney General Merrick Garland in April. The letter expressed concern over the lack of oversight into law enforcement AI programs. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.